Blog Talk Radio. Clardy and Company on BTR for March the 1st, 2017. I am your host, Lord and Miss Clardy, and your co-hosts are my Annale All Day, Warren Wilson, Brother Blondie, and We the People. This is the place to be and to get heard right here on Lord and Miss Clardy and Company on Blog Talk Radio. Call in at this call-in number of 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And press option one to talk to us or press option two if you just want to listen in. And for those that are on Twitter and Facebook, you can chat on Facebook your opinions for your comfortability, chat on www.facebook.com forward slash W Clardy. That's spelled W C L A R D Y on the first post you see. All right, the menu of discussion for today is Trump Roast. We are continuing the feast from our last week's broadcast, which we were talking about. Was there a good side? Is there a good side on the second time around of Trump controversy? And that was held February 22nd at at 8 o'clock last week. So if you have not listened to that broadcast, then download it 
And listen, we can't stop now. We are on the move. And as I said before, and more controversy continues as Trump uh, gets away with it. President Trump gets away with it. Is America tired of Trump? Is President Trump a libel bully? Is Trump being a terrorist on homeland? What can we do as we the people to help America be great again? Muslim, we, when, when I talk about us making America great again, let's talk about Washington. Washington, where they had their analysts at Homeland Security Department's intelligence arms found insufficient evidence that citizens of seven Muslim majority countries included in President Donald Trump's travel ban pose a terror threat to the United States. And the three-page report challenges Trump's core claims. It said that 82 people, the government determined, were inspired by a foreign terrorist group to carry out or try to carry out an attack in the United States. Just over half were U.S. citizens born in the United States. The others were from 26 countries led by Pakistan, Somalia, Bangladesh, Cuba, Ethiopia, uh, Iraq, and uh, I can't never say that word, and I hate to butcher it, but I'm going to butcher it a little bit. Y'all can help me out. Uzabesitan. <laughs> of these, only Somalia and Iraq were among the seven nations included in the ban. Okay, you can find out more about that. You know, uh, I'll give you that information as we go. But the issue is, is Trump being a terror and a threat to the United States by attempting to ban foreign individuals and their families from coming while families from these foreign countries are living here? I would say, hell yeah, because you don't mess with family, Trump. I don't care what the presidents did before. Let's move on, okay? So please join us if you got something to say about this. All right, we on Trump controversy, and we are having a Trump roll tonight. Come with your opinions and concerns and some solutions that may stop an upcoming, an upcoming war in America, because that's all I see, okay? Because Trump is saying, kiss my grits, y'all. And if y'all don't like grits, then you just have to grin and bear it, and you're going to have to come with a powwow. So with that to say, we got much to, to say on this subject. Um, uh, again, I don't know where to start, but i got to start somewhere. So let's first talk about how my co-hosts feel about Trump in this week's report. Then we will discuss the travel ban, and, you know, I got some clips that be interesting for you guys to hear, and also the speech that uh, Trump gave to the Congress, and we got a sound bite on that. Other than that, we want to mix and mingle with we the people and their views on Trump roast tonight, and let them tell us how he tastes on their mental table. Okay, without further ado, call in at this number of 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. Press option one if you want to talk to us. Press option two if you want to listen in. But 
I am going to call my co-host, my Lay all day, Warren Wilson, and any others, and we the people here on the line. Here we go. We're going to start with my Lay all day. Are you in the house, my Lay all day? Yes, I'm here. Okay, well, we get ready to give a big fat clap to my Lay all day. <laughs> All right, and for Warren Wilson, are you in this evening, Warren Wilson? I'm here. Are you available? Okay, well, we're giving another big fat clap. Oh, I'm being silly this evening, and Brother Blondie said that he will be in late this evening, so we will hear from him when he come. Other than that, we got the We The People that's on the line, though. So I want to start with you, my Lay all day. What's your take on Trump's issue of controversy this week? What you think? Man, he can't seem to stay out the press, huh? <laughs> Even though he's <laughs> he going can't on. Stay- Government jobs by like thirty seven percent. 
and um, I was speaking to one of my post postmasters, and he was telling me that, you know, because of this, you know, they're doing uh, job freezes in the government. Um, mm. Also, they're not providing um, any of the benefits um, due to the, you know, the income cut. And it's just really, it's just really interesting how it's going to affect this world because at the end of the day, I personally feel as though, yes, some of the people in the White House do need to have a pay cut because they make, they make way more than most people out here making minimum wage, and they really need a right. sense of uh, understanding of what it's like, you know, living out here. Because how are you going to run the world if you don't understand how the world is being ran? So um, I just think that he's coming from a good place. It's just buried underneath a whole bunch of crap that he's he's honestly doing on himself. You know, he's just he needs a real good team that'll be able to you know turn it around because man, I tell you, this man he's he's going to be fighting a battle to to really be the type of president he's trying to be. So that's right. my take on it. Okay, well, you know, I'm going to add to that, and then I'm going to have Warren Wilson to say what he got to say to it. I, I have read in the in the papers today and on the uh, articles of uh, today, uh, there is on politics where uh, in this article it talked about Trump firing back at Pelosi, and he said we're soon going to have a one-party system. And after after House Majority Leader Nancy Pelosi slammed him in an interview over the weekend, President Trump responded by accusing her of undermining the uh, Democratic Party. He even suggested that Democrats would end up becoming irrelevant. I said, oh, my God. That's, <laughs> I was like, what is he doing? And, <laughs> and then I said, and then when I saw the headlines of, of this article, we're soon going to have a one-party system, one thing rolled in my head was this, oh, Lord, we're heading into the new world order. And I remember Miss D talking about that, you know, a couple of uh, uh, episodes back. But she said that we're going to see some stuff we ain't never seen before. And so what you have said was a mouthful, my Annalee, all day, and I thank you. And now I'm going to Warren Wilson. What do you think about this? Do you think there's going to be a world, new world order based up off of this kind of issue, this press? I mean, God, it's, it's interesting how, you know, Trump has this uh, this one one. One mind, one one track mind. He's saying he want everybody to listen to him. You look up to me. It's about me. Hail Hitler type mentality. This is what it sounds like to me. But what do you got to say about it? Thanks, Wendy, and thanks, Mark. Uh oh. I guess he has dropped off for a moment. I guess he'll be back. But until then, I'm going to finish this up by saying this, that in a Fox and Friends interview that aired Tuesday ahead of the, his address to a joint session of Congress, Trump branded Pelosi incompetent and says she's done a terrible job as a party leader. I'm saying he's bashing people in the White House, and as my Annalee all day had said before, she said this, 
that they are cutting the government jobs. So, and if that be the case, he is putting together a one-party system, I guess a, a nothing but a Republican system where they are going to roll over the United States and anybody else like Oates. Now, I'm not saying that you know he that that he is potentially going to be wreaking havoc everywhere, but the way he's going about it, eh, it is what it is. So I am going to, you know, put someone on radio from We the People and, ha- and see what they have to say about this, and we'll get back to Warren Wilson as when he comes back on to hear his point of view on it. So uh, I am going to call out any number that I call out at this point, uh, from your area code in the last four digits of your number, and I'm going to start with the first caller with area code of 713, and the last digits of that number is 1498. You are on the line. Do you have anything to say about this? Are you tired of Trump? What do you got to say about this type of controversy? Uh, yes. Good evening, Wendy. Can you hear me? Yes. And it's Lardy, Miss Clardy, on the show. Okay. Lardy, Miss Clardy. <laughs> Thank yes. you. Thank you. This is Lardy, Miss Clardy. <laughs> well, I-, I hope everyone can hear me, and I hope everyone can tolerate uh, my voice. I'm still uh, dealing with uh, laryngitis issues, but... Um, this call is so important that um, I can, uh, you know, spare my voice uh, to mm-hmm. exercise some, some very, very grave concern uh, that I have about what we are seeing unfolding, uh, even as we speak, uh, concerning our government and this absolute lunatic Donald Trump. Um, we are in such unprecedented times. Uh, that what uh, Wendy is doing uh, really uh, is a is potentially a life-saving show. And what I mean by that is if we go from just talking about what's going on to heeding the warnings um, that this call you know, is producing and, and other um, people who are speaking out, other groups uh, everywhere, uh, yes. All the protests, all of the confusion, uh, all of the conflict, uh, we better get ready. And we better unify like never before because what this madman is setting in motion, uh, Wendy, when you said that um, he's not going to cause chaos everywhere, well, he doesn't have to because once you um, start the ball rolling or once you uh, create an avalanche at the top. Trust me, when that thing gains momentum, it's going to wipe out everything in its path. And that's what yes. we're looking at. We're looking okay. at a potential avalanche of destruction uh, and chaos uh, that's about to befall this country, and we had better uh, get ready for this uh, really looming disaster. And don't play so what do you think? So what do you think? Um, so what do you think about 
what people need to prepare for with such an avalanche as you are calling this, you know, what we need to prepare for in order to not be a part of the landslide. Okay, well, um, you know, it's funny you should say that because I, I invited a young man uh, to the radio show who has a group in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a very, I'm, I'm 54 years old, and this guy, Teddy Johnson, he's young enough to be my son. But he is forming a community group on the ground in Minnesota uh, to do a number of amazing things uh, on the ground, viable, tangible things that will uh, begin the ball rolling mm-hmm. uh, to prepare uh, for what's coming. I mean, you know, we can't we can't uh, uh, predict or, or we can't uh, 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 you know avoid everything that's coming. But if but if Trump is is, is cutting uh, 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 health care and social programs and food stamps and uh, he wants to he says he's not going to attack Social Security. But come on. Don't be stupid. He just screamed at the top of his lungs that he wants to have a $54 billion defense increase immediately. That, to me, me, that's the start of Armageddon right there. For real. That sounds like like revelations, and we got a revelation already. Wow, that is a big, a big word that you use. Say that word again. <laughs> Woo! Woo! What's that? Armageddon? Oh my God! <laughs> oh my God! Okay, okay. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me, let me, let me just put this out here. Anybody that's got something to say, you can say it right here on Lardy, Miss Clardy and Company on Blog Talk Radio. Call in at the number of 347-884-8684. That number is 347-884-8684. And hold on to your pants right there because uh, we need to put somebody else on the call to see if they agree with the avalanche and the Armageddon. I think we're getting a revelation here, but before I tag another caller, I am going to go back here to my co-host, Warren Wilson. And Warren Wilson, I know you heard it. I know you heard it. We're talking about a one, a new world order, one party system, avalanche, and Armageddon. Now, if that ain't a revelation, what you got to say about this? What's your take on this, Warren? I love it. That's a revelation. I Armageddon. It's um, well. I like. I seem to have got disconnected before. But I, you know, I certainly think. I don't know from your head, but I, I certainly think there'll be a new world order. But it won't be as people like Trump and that think. Um, and as far as an Armageddon, look, I don't know. But 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 what I do know is that the, here's what I do: is that like mm. people like Trump and we have prime ministers and that they go on sprouting on and trying to cause all this havoc. But what I try and do is I focus on my life because I can't control what they do. I can influence, but I can't control it. So mm-hmm. like, I do a mentoring for a couple of kids and I've got my business that, I, that I'm kind of starting off and I have all these projects 
And mm-hmm. that, I figure that I can either spend three or four hours of my day focusing on Trump and trying to run him down and, and not make any difference, or I can spend three or four hours of my day doing something constructive and building things, building something constructive that may have a difference five, 10, 15 years down the track. Who knows? And, and that's what I... That's what I kind of really focus on. Like, like, you know, well, I only get 24 hours in a day and it's up to me how I choose to use it. And I like to, to choose to use it as wisely as I can. And although I don't, don't disagree with, or I don't necessarily agree with the way Trump goes about things, um, there's not a lot I can do. So if I want to make a difference in this world and, and make a difference to my life, all I can do is spend my 24 hours focusing to do the best I can for myself and my family and other kids, and also hopefully it has a flow-on effect. And that's, um, that's kind of my opinion on, on Armageddon and, and, and all this whole Trump controversy. Like, it's a great story, but at the end of the day, I can only do what I can do to affect my life and my kids, you know? So, I guess, and, and thank you for your opinion on this, Warren, because what I'm hearing is that stop focusing on Trump and focus on you and your survival and help others to overcome whatever that's about ready to fall upon uh, you as an individual, me as a person, individual, and our families. But true enough, we do need to come together as a people, you know, to be able to stop what's about ready to happen, uh, to keep the fall from hurting everybody, and so this is what I would say as solutions to this controversy, solutions to what Trump is doing, and and all opinions are valued, and also solutions are even more valuable because we want to see a positive uh, reflection of what can we do to stop it from happening to us. We need it, and like Warren said, we do. We need to stop focusing on Trump, but how the heck can we do that when he's always, you know, breaking into breaking news and messing up what we're doing, you know, in our lives because we got to see and catch up and update to what he going to do and what it may do in affecting us as we the people. So, Warren, I want to thank you for that opinion that you gave because it is important to try to focus on what we can do to help ourselves in the process of all what Trump is doing. I'm going to another caller. Stay right there, and I'll be right back to you. Uh, Warren, you too, my Annalee. And you too, Freddie. Now I'm going to another caller, and that caller is um, 330 is the area code, and the last four digits of that number is 2003. If you got something to say as on Trump roast, roasting Trump, or some kind of solution... Or just whatever you got to say. Your opinion counts. Welcome to Lardy, Miss Clardy and Company on Blog Talk Radio. You have the floor. Caller. Okay. Well, then I guess we're going on to the next caller. I guess the caller is just listening in. So I'm going to call in on 507, area code. And the last four digits is 0469. You are on the air to 
Tell your opinions and what solutions you may have. You got something to say? Welcome to Lardy, Miss Clardy and Company on BTR. How y'all doing tonight? My name is uh, Teddy Johnson. I'm out here in Minnesota. Hi, Teddy. How are you? I just got a sp- I just got I just got a spotlight on you. Well, now I know it's you. Welcome. Tell us what uh, you, you propose you. and what you see. So um, I was hearing uh, Brother Fred and, and uh, a lot of other people talking about an avalanche and the Armageddon that's getting ready to happen, and that is very much true. And I really want to backtrack and talk about what you spoke about, how the Republican Party is trying to get get something in the way of that hurts the American people. Now, right. That is that is very true because this is what they're trying to do. See, this isn't a government anymore. This isn't a democracy. It hasn't been a democracy for a while. Mm-hmm. What it is, it's it's pushing for corporations to take over the United States of America. It's not yes. it's not pushing for the people anymore. It's pushing for other like business type people to jump in. That's the that's the party they're trying to reform. Yeah. Now, with that being said, I also want to take and go back to these these photos that are being taken, you know, with uh, by black people with with Donald Trump. That right there solves nothing. We'll go ahead and put that out. It solves absolutely nothing. You can have you can have as many meetings and as many photo ops as you can. And if a president really wanted to change something, especially Donald Trump, he will come to the inner cities, as they call it, and and do what we do. And I'll get to that in a, in, in a little bit. But okay. With that with that being said, you know, mm-hmm. and he doesn't do that. These are just photo ops of people people just people who ride that Trump train. They want to just go out there and be like, oh, you see, he is for black people. Or he's trying to get the black vote, and and he's trying to turn immigrants against black people when they're when when it's really the immigrants, not even the real problem. Yeah. So, what is the real problem? So the real problem is big government and ourselves to an extent. You see, mm-hmm. they'll, they will use us. They will use us. They'll take, okay, for example, they'll take a, uh, a black dude who's successful, right? They'll yeah. put him on TV. They'll put him on TV and say, no, boss, there ain't no racism, boss. No, boss, I'm good, boss. Mm-hmm. But just, just, just to make it seem like that there isn't a problem in America. They'll use that one person, and they'll make him like seem like he's our leader, and this, that, and the third. But in in reality, it's not, because he's right. doing it for a check while we're really out here living this. Mm-hmm. So, um, here going back to the avalanche and it becoming Armageddon. Here, here is what I propose, and what we've been doing is how we dodge that. So. I'm part of a. Uh, I live in Minnesota, and I'm part of a group called uh, One Nation of Melanated People, and it's you know it's all different types of black people from different types of types of walks of life. No matter your religion, doesn't matter your or your sexual orientation, none of that. You know we don't we don't care what you're associated with. It's all about unity because if, without unity, we're nothing. So what we yeah. do, we have protection programs. We have protection programs. We have we've been, we've been building youth centers, we've been building greenhouses, and what we uh, we sell T-shirts. We do all types of stuff to gain money into uh, into the community. We've also yeah. been buying land to put houses on, you know. And so, really, what we're doing, what we're out here doing, is we're really building a community for us. 
Yeah. But we can have that safety because without our security, without our security, then they can come in and swoop in and do anything. So what we did was we bought land back from the owners who own the sea. People think you can just fix up the community and you'll be all right. But mm-hmm. you have to buy that land from that person. You mm-hmm. have to buy that land because if you do not buy that land, they can come in and do whatever. They okay. Can, they can tax you. They can tax you. They can do whatever they want. So instead of fixing up the houses, we buy the land. You buy okay. the land, you can do whatever you want. And that's what that's what we need to do, and that's what we try to do worldwide. So it's 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 a company that everyone invests invest in. You know, we invest ten dollars a week, ten dollars a week. That is the minimum requirement, ten dollars a week, and that's all kicked back to the community. So yeah. where we're funding our own lawyers, we're funding our own clinics, we're funding our own uh, doctors. We're funding we're funding things that are beneficial to us for when the time comes. We're funding our own farmers. We're you know, we're reciprocating and we're looking for more skilled people. We have people who are doing self-defense classes. You know, we have boxing gyms. We have all that stuff set right here for us. And this is where I'm trying to get the word out because a lot, a lot of people know, and a lot of people don't even come up to Minnesota. But that's not mm-hmm. the that's not the that's not the base. You know, what I'm saying we love we we will travel. You know, it's just it's just getting it there. Okay, and that's how we dodge that. That's how we dodge that avalanche. That's how we dodge that avalanche because when 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 it all when it's all said and done, when it's all said and done, and if we don't have those type of securities all over, even mm-hmm. in, even in the poor white communities, even in the LGBT communities, even mm-hmm. in the, even in Hispanic communities, if we don't have that all over, we cannot we cannot survive and put food on the table for our own. Then everyone will feel that effect. If we cannot. If we cannot go to the bank, one of our banks, and get a loan without going jumping through hoops, then yes. when when it all comes down, we won't have anything. That's why when that's why when this when it does happen, if we don't have that, it will affect us more because we are the number one consumers. Mhm. And that you mentioned that word consumers because that's what has ran the whole country is having people that will be buyers rather than investors. And and that you come up with this plan uh you know for you know the business or the organization that you have put together Teddy, I just want to say, you know, that is a very very good looking out uh, program that you got, and for people that are listening into this, uh, that is uh, one way to focus off of Trump and getting prepared, you know, for a future where all of us can eat and 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 be in some peace. And I'm gonna have a question to that too, Teddy. But first off, I want to give hats off to you for the program that you have put together and that is on the ground. I want to thank you for that. We're giving you hats off for that. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, yes. Yes. And I I also want to say that 
for anybody else that's out there that have solutions to, you know, what can be a problem, but that it focused on bringing together unity in a time like this, because it was said some point ago that, you know, oh, we're living revelations. Well, to me, I got mm-hmm. the revelation. I think we better upgrade before we get left behind. That's what I would say to the thing. And Teddy, again, I would say to you, thank you for sharing that, you know, your business, what you're doing. That is great stuff. We need to have that in the world that shows that you caring about, you know, the grassroots community and people, you know, all around to get prepared to do something about their situation because definitely we are going to have to come together. I've been screaming this since I've been on radio eight years, and I just want to give my hats off to you. Thank you for your opinion and for, you know, sharing, you know, what you are doing in America. Thank you very much. And I'm going on to the next. Yep, and stay there because we're going to have you to speak some more as I go further into the deep lands of what we're doing with Trump roasting and controversy on Trump. So I'm going to get one more call in before I start, you know, uh, asking my co-host a few more questions. And if there's anybody out there that got something to say or want to share some opinion they have, this is the place to do it at right here on Lardy, Miss Clardy and Company on Blog Talk Radio. Call in at the call-in number of 347-884-8684. That number again is 347 347- 884-8684, press option one if you want to talk to us, press option two if you just want to listen in, and you can also go to facebook.com forward slash WClarty and give a chat on your opinions there if you feel more comfortable. And I'm going on to the next caller of the area code of 410. And the last four digits of that telephone number is 4035. Hello, caller. You are on the line. Welcome to Trump Controversy. Continue, continue, continue. It's Trump roast and a solution. Welcome. Have something to say. You got something to say? Here it is. Your time. Oh, what's going on? I ain't think, oh, I wasn't stuck if you put me on, but... Um... Huh, you know what this is. First of all, you know what this is. Don't act like you don't know what this is. You don't, you don't know what this is talking? Uh, no. Um, no. i got a lot of people that I talk to from <laughs> on radio, but you can start yeah, this, off this, introducing this, yourself. This, this, this Tay, this Tay, your, your old friend. Hi, Tay. You know, he just shows the Tay Real. Hi, Tay yeah. Real. Tay Real, y'all. From Tay Real Radio. Okay, come on, Tay. And also let everybody know about your radio, too. Okay, come on. I need to hear your put input on this. I mean, there's no way, other way to put it. Like, he, like, Trump is just a flat-out asshole. Like, there's no, you can't sugarcoat it. You can't make excuses. It's no way to, like, justify any of his shenanigans. Like, he's a straight asshole, point blank, end of story. Um, is he racist? You could argue that, but he definitely got some issues, and he's unfit to be commander and chief of the United States of America. The mm-hmm. fact that he mm-hmm. is the president, I think 
makes our nation look like it makes us like the laughing stock of the world. Like we are a well respected nation and now we're like a big reality show. Like it's like you can't even take American <laughs> politics serious no more. Like how can you take this serious? Like this dude is a joke. Like this it's everything like everything about politics I used to take serious and I'm thinking like you have to be like you know, you have to be well polished, mm-hmm. and you have to have a certain sort of swag and demeanor and a level of maturity. And now it's just like all you gotta do is just be popular. So now I feel like anybody could be president. Like Kanye West said, he gonna run. Yeah, he probably could win. Like other than the fact that he's black, and they probably mm-hmm. won't see another black man in office for a long time. But other mm-hmm. than that, other than that, uh, I mean, he man, this dude, this dude. It's, it's, it's so is you, uh, so you saying that, uh, Tay Real, that you tired of Trump? What what would you say to the people about what they need to do to buckle down and strap up and get in themselves and get their boots tied up to do something about their lives before they end up being under the new world order of the one-party system that's going to happen soon, as he has fired back at Pelosi about. I mean, I'm thinking about the fact that I've been thinking about this for a while. Like, I just keep thinking that the words in my mind, like, the words that he's been uttering, um, make America great again. Like, that's like, and I'm sitting here thinking, not to shy away from what you're talking about, but I'm just saying, like, I'm thinking, like, well, make America great again. I start going back, like, okay, so uh, you, you're not talking about, like, well, obviously you're not talking about the Obama era. Uh, you probably, of course, you're not talking about any Democratic era. You're not talking about the Bush era. So you're going back. And the further back you go, the less – the worst uh, non-white people in this country had it. So I'm like, what are you, like, at whatever, like, this is, I'll, I've been waiting for, like, reporters to ask them, like, somebody put them on blast, like, what, when you say make America great again, that has been your slogan, like, what, at what point are you saying America was great, like, better than it is now? Because people have more rights and opportunities now. Women can run for president and stuff. We see that women have a fair shot to win. Matter of fact, a woman did win, but because of the rules of our country with the electoral votes, that's the only reason why we didn't have a woman president, because the people have spoken. So what era are you saying is was the when America was great? At what point? The further back you go, the worse we all had it, anybody that wasn't white. And that's, like, very disturbing to me, and I, I think that – that's a discussion that needs to be talked about more. We're talking about stuff. We're talking about his speeches. All presidents just do a bunch of talking. But, you know, some, you know, you might feel have done more to suit your needs more than others, but they all going to do a bunch of talking. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But you got to just keep up on certain things. When somebody says something like that, those are the things you can't ignore. Screw his his little thing he just had the other night when he just talking whatever that's trying to sound good. Like, screw that. What about stuff like that? What about him making fun of the news per- reporter person that had a disability? The the nasty, horrible things he said about women. Like, come on, man. 
Like okay, okay, but in light of all of that, even though that he has put out there, Tay, you know, uh, let's make America great again, or whatever his slogan was, right? What can we do as we the people while he making America great again in whatever era he coming from? Okay, we know it can be a potential disaster and he is not uh apologizing for what he is doing from where i sit at you know they there are people that have talked to me that said he is a despot he is a spot <laughs> in 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 the fabric of america a despot and what the hell is a despot When I went to go look it up, because I've never heard of that before, right? So I went to look it up, and when I looked up despot, it said a ruler or other person who holds absolute power, typically one who exercises it in a cruel or oppressive way, a tyrant, you know, kind of like, you know, a philium, whatever they want to call them, them fallen giants, you know, from when you're going in the biblical sense of the thing, you know, nephiliums or whatever they call them, you know, where, you know, they were giants. Now, he ain't no giant as in size and height, but the dude got bankroll falling out of everywhere he can go and then shook hands with the devil themselves and and dare them. You know, if he don't, they don't listen to what he's saying, he's going to tell all of them, and you done already seen one come up to say, I have sinned. Now, you hearing all this stuff that's going on, what is it that we can tell the the American people, we the people, in order to get prepared, because we may have to deal with him for the 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 death for the duration of four years if nothing else happens to him. What can we do to prepare? As it was stated by Teddy and myself and some others, you know, we are consumers. We need to quit consuming and. <laughs> And start investing and making businesses and and trying to keep from being a part of the avalanche or, or, or and other stuff that Freddie said it could be. And from some points of view, it's a big revelation, and we don't want to get the revelation when we're going down the tubes with the avalanche. So what can we do to solve that problem, focusing not on Trump, per se, as Warren Wilson has put, but as we, as we the people, focusing on us, the family, reuniting, doing something to help each other not become a part of the the group of being left behind. What would you have to say about that part? I mean, it's not like no one person can answer that. Like, you know, like it's just a little... It's the little things that count, like what you're doing right now, using your platform to give people a way to voice it, and it can be heard by hundreds or even thousands of people. You know, like just doing just stuff like this, like having discussions and just standing up and just not accepting it. Like, you know, I thought it was actually cool to see people when he first got um, 
in office and um, people were mm-hmm. when he actually when he won when he first won the election and people were like protesting not my president and stuff mm-hmm. like just all those little things like people might feel like that don't mean nothing but it actually does and the more that we keep doing these things and having these discussions and just not like there's another thing you can't, you can't see like it's like we give him power if we you know like just feed into it, like we're going to feed into it. If we keep listening to him. We have to, like, neutralize it. Like, we got to have these discussions and show them that, like, you know, that, like, we we don't like you. You're only in here by default, and we don't respect you. Like, you are an asshole. (laughs) You know, you make us look bad. We got to have these discussions. But he don't care. We got to have these discussions. We got to keep... You know, everybody just doing little things, I think. I mean, be realistic. It's not too much we can do. I mean, because the system is set the way it is. The system is what it is. But, I mean, just the little things that we like, having these discussions and stuff like that. I mean, all this stuff is documented history. You know, every discussion that we have, especially on radio shows, um, you know, I actually, I give, like, stations like uh, CNN, MSNBC, like, credit because mm-hmm. they could just be, Dick riding Trump, but they're not doing that. You know, they could just be dick riding him the whole time, but they're not doing that. They're like calling them out. And like, mm-hmm. I'm not big on media, but I respect the fact that they're not backing down and they are bringing things to light. You know what I mean? And um, just all all these little things, actually, I think, you know, it, that is us doing something. We are using our voices. And that's about the most we can do. I mean, what are we going to do? Go, go there and, you know, what are we going to do? Like, what, what else can we do other than what we kind of already are doing? Because the policies are the policies. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, okay. The system is the system. It is what it is. So. Okay, but we can't change it. He is. He over here talking about, you know, that he's trying to make a one-party system. That means all Republican. He's getting rid of everything, uh, shorting all the government jobs so nobody can get in. So, you know, there is something happening. So while he's doing a one-party system, we need to do a, a, a unity of one people, one voice, and as you said, whether we're talking on radio, but we got to have a solution to the problem. And, you know, and what you are saying is very valid to a big degree. And we just need to find out what else can happen to, you know, make us uh, relevant instead of Trump. That's what the that's what I'm trying to do, trying to keep it from being Trump being so much of the relevance because what you said was very valid that we giving him power when we well, keep listening to him. But we need to now listen to ourselves like uh Warren Wilson was saying. We need to stop focusing on him so much. It's stopping us from, you know, doing what we need to do to make our lives better. And uh and that's where I'm at with that because I'm all I'm all for upgrade before we be left behind. We need to ride the wave. For real. Hold on hold on to your thought right there, uh Okay, and let me get back to you here in a minute. I'm going to get back to you. I'm going to let my honor all day have something to say, then I'm going to go on a, a slight break and let us listen to a, a audio clip that I got, you know, on Trump. 
and how and and it was an interview with CNN and then we'll we'll talk about the ban because that's important too because there's some issues even with that. So my underlay all day. Can I? Okay, you don't heard what everybody had to say. What what is your take on this this whole relevance of the opinions that you have heard and, and how we can apply it to our own lives, uh, ousting out Trump to a degree where we can focus on a, something dealing with uh, self-sufficiency and unity. Yeah, um, like Teddy, who was uh, previous to this new guy speaking, um, I really liked how he's, like, trying to build awareness. Like I was telling you guys, if you don't in the office, you have you have all the ability to go um, to go to your um, your city. Uh, your I'm sorry, my phone's going. <laughs> so I'm trying to talk. Um, to yeah, I can't to- hear you. You're gonna have to come in closer so I can so we can hear you. Okay, hold on one second. Let me see what's going on. Like I was saying, uh, just give me one second. Okay, it's gone. Can you hear me now? Yeah, hear you clearly. So, uh, like I was saying, is that um, I thought it was interesting that, you know, you you have to develop yourself. You have to be self-sufficient. You have to understand that, you know, in this world where it's heading and where are you, and are you prepared, first of all? Like Warren says, stop worrying about what's going on with this presidency because what he's going to do is what he's going to do. Unless we come together and we go down to our city halls and we mm-hmm. uh, make a together you know and make a stand on what it is that we believe in because we are the people that vote in these these um these you know people in office our councilmen yes. these people don't just hold positions because you know it looks good on a the ballot they hold positions right. so that we don't have a fight to to uh fight for you guys if you want to go up there bring an issue to them at the city hall you know, come together and try to get Trump out or try to get these, um, what he's trying to put in place, you know, rejected and removed. You know, we have to come together. But if we're not going to do that, then are you ready? Are you ready to be self-sufficient, to be able to not have to worry about going to Starbucks and, and seeing about getting your latte? Can you really live on your own without the means of someone else supplying your meat, your needs, using your hands, tilling this ground, being able to, you know, really become a productive citizen in this world and not just a relaxed citizen in this world because at the uh, end of the consumer. day or a consumer, yeah. At the end of the day we can talk all we want to. But when it really hits the fan and if it's gonna go south like everyone's predicting, everyone's believing, are you mm-hmm. prepared? You need to start looking at yourself before you start sitting here making all these allegations against Trump, you know, against his, you know, people that you know, that's what they're supposed to do. They doing they're them. Doing, they doing you know, them. He's doing him. Trump is worth $3.7 billion. Do you think he cares about how much you guys are making minimum wage? Do you think he cares about, you know, what's going to happen when he cuts all these benefits and how it's going to affect everyone? Mm-hmm. No. He doesn't even know how much a, a gallon of milk or a carton of eggs costs because he don't, he don't go out there and be a, a citizen. He's one of the high percenters. In this world, he's one of the richest people in the world. So at the end of the day, you need to turn around and look at yourself and realize, am I prepared for what's going to happen? And like I said, you know, I feel in my heart 
that Trump is trying to come from an angle of trying to make America uh, better and make America safe. But it's unfortunate that he doesn't even know what it's like to live in the hood. He doesn't even know what it's like to struggle. He doesn't know what it's like to actually be a homeless person and have a need or be in a family of, of five to eight trying to struggle to keep the refrigerator full. He doesn't understand mm-hmm. those things. In the, the day, he's not going to come from your perspective. He's going to come from his perspective where, hey, I'm rich. I want to stay rich. So at the end of the day, I, I, I agree with Warren. Stop worrying about what's happening. If you don't like it, go to your city halls, talk to your council, people that are in office, and start making your stance today. You know, or get with, you know, someone like Teddy. Find a group that's somewhere trying to make you self-sufficient for when stuff hits the fan, you can protect yourself and your family. And that's my take. Well, with that to say, we're going to make my Adelaide all day one of the one of our leaders in civil rights movement. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I tell you, tonight is a night of 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 grandeur, of rump rolls, trump rolls. Uh, oh my God! You know what can we do to, as we the people to make our lives better underneath the rule of Trump? And you know, and we just heard a lot of feedback from you know various of, of leaders that is on radio and uh, you know have organizations and doing big things in their cities and countries, and you know, and 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 it's all just to say that here on Lardy Miss Clardy and Company on Blog Talk Radio, here is a fertile ground where you can get some education on how to upgrade, ride the wave, and not become a citizen, what we call in the gray, falling, you know, uh, you know, like that rule that says no child left behind, no family left behind. We don't want to be left behind. We want to stay up with the times. And with that to say, I am going to go on a slight pause. I got a, a audio I want you all to listen to. Again, if there's anybody that's out there that want to have something to say, this is your time to say it. It's your show to say what you got to say on this issue, okay? Trump controversy that continues, continues, and continues. And with that to say, I'll be right back. Call in at the call in number of 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And all you callers, just hold on. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm doing the best that I can with this show. But everybody has to have time to say their peace. I'll be right back. And here we go. What's going on? I just want to take a minute and reach out to everybody and talk about a certain subject that came up the other morning, and um, I think I, I think people should know about it. Uh, obviously, I don't I don't work over uh, over in the United States. I work overseas, and uh, I'm currently in in Iraq, which is one of the countries that uh, were on the list. Um, and there's been a lot of discussion about the executive order. Obviously, in the United States, there's lots going on. And uh, over here, there's a lot going on as well, uh, just a lot of things you all don't see. So um, the other morning, uh, we were having a discussion on the executive order 
and a lot of the Iraqis obviously showed their uh, their displeasure in this executive order and uh, why they feel like they've been betrayed by the United States and, and so on. Now I'm not here to get into a discussion with you about policies or this or that or anything like that. I just want to talk to you and make a comment about uh, the discussion I actually had with with these these gentlemen. So I listened to what they had to say and after after they were done, you know, yelling and screaming about their their opinion on things, I asked a simple question. And I got an answer to that simple question and I got it without hesitation. My simple question was as an American, if I went out in town right now, would I be welcome? And uh, they instantly said, absolutely not, you would not be welcome. And I said, okay, so what would happen if I went out in town? And they said, the locals would snatch me up and kill me within an hour. Um, I'd be tortured first, and after they were done torturing me, I'd probably be beheaded. It would, you know, go on video for everybody to see as, you know, an example. And um, so I already knew this was going to happen, but I wanted to hear it from them. I wanted to hear it from them. And, you know, the point of it is, the point I'm trying to make is, you know, this is the local populace that would do this. This isn't ISIS. This isn't Al-Qaeda. This isn't the PMU. This isn't a militia from the Iranians or anything like that. This is the local, the local populace that would do this. Um, so my question to them was pretty simple then after that if you would do this to me in your country why would I let you in my country because all this means to me is that if you have the opportunity to take the life of an American you would do it so maybe that's something you all need to think about back there if this is the way some of these cultures feel this is the way that these countries feel about Americans why would you be so naive to believe that if they came to the United States they would do anything any different than what they would do right here in their own country I don't know man just trying to inform you about what's actually happening on the ground in one of the banned countries something you should probably think about I can't go out in town here why should they go out in town in my country I am so sorry I have forgotten all about that I had put myself on mute while the show, while the clip was going on, and I am back. Anybody that is there, uh, if you can hear me, forgive me. I, I, I was talking and forgot totally about where, uh, I guess, let me finish what I was saying. Okay, I'm back. If anybody got something to say, this is the time to say it because uh, your voice matters. Call in at the calling number of 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And you heard the clip by Stephen Gern, who is a U.S. Marine. He is a sergeant.
a supporting sergeant, and he he was telling you his thoughts and what he learned uh, over there in where he is at uh, dealing with the people uh, and what they have to say about you know how they feel about America. And as I was, uh, re- I'm gonna reiterate what I said. This is not a time to not take things for granted, but just like Teddy, just like Warren Wilson, just like my Anale all day, and others have said, you know, it is time to unite. We can't say, we can't, we, we don't have nothing to do with what happened. But I am able to say this, that I said this earlier, is Donald Trump being a terror and a threat to the United States by attempting to ban foreign individuals and their families from coming over while families from these foreign countries are living here. And, I mean, because, you know, it can start a war one way or the other, but we can't concentrate on that. We got to be able to come together to tell other countries as well that we don't have nothing to do with what Trump is doing, although that we as the people, whoever they were, voting him in, and I understand people say, well, we had to choose between two evils, but okay, but we keep choosing people to be there for us, and um, when we need to be there for ourselves, we need to look more into being self-sufficient as 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 things like this is being spoken as we speak, people are talking about this. My Anale all day, Warren Wilson, all of us is telling you that we got to come together. Uh, we, I'm telling you over there, over there in your foreign countries, we are we are not the ones that did this. Uh, you know, but we understand your concern, and we understand you got family over here too. So we're like in between the sticks. So with that to say, Trump is not caring one way or the other, and he has got all the control, and he's doing all of this. What can we do about it except? what we've been talking about this evening, which is to support one another, come together and get our thing in order so we can upgrade, stop being consumers, become business owners and help, you know, the grassroots communities and, and all the others, the poor, you know, to come together. This is not a white thing or a black thing. This is a human thing. So I am going to bring on the show and I want to thank whoever that was that chimed in to Wake me up while I was talking on mute, okay? But I am going to call Freddie back in to have what what he has to say about the situation, and uh, and we'll continue to have our um, our um, host to speak on the situation as well. And I will get to you callers as I can. We've got plenty of time left. Uh, Freddie, you heard the audio. What's going on with that? Okay, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I apologize for, uh, you know, the the mute. I I I had went on into my own in my own mind, but I'm back. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, that's okay. Um, you know. Um, I uh, I did listen to uh, what he said, um, you know, but I think that what you have emphasized here 
um, what has been discussed um, by so many others, you know, like Teddy and the other young lady. Um, yes. You know, we, we are really uh, hitting on the answers. And let me say this real specifically. We have to understand first how we got here. We got here because we are a society, we are a people, we are a nation who has been conditioned to be steered by the bombardment of the message that we receive daily. Now, what I mean by that is that the more we hear the same thing, repeated over and over and over again, Yes. whether it's a lie or whether it's the truth. And we yes. know we have not been bombarded with the truth. So yes. we have been bombarded with lies continuously to the point to where we will believe whatever is most shown and put before us on a repetitive basis. Now, the reason why I'm emphasizing that is because, uh, uh, Wendy McClary, what you must do is that you must take this same principle and use it for the truth. Every day when you wake up, you ought to be making a Facebook Live video about this looming situation and what we need to do to address it. You need to spur other people to talk about this and exponentially influence their friends to do the same thing. You must, we must create our own vehicle of momentum to tell the truth so that the truth will have an even greater impact than what the lie has already done. Okay, so what is the truth? Uh, while we're sitting here listening to this, what is the truth, Freddie, from your point of view? What is the truth? Oh, the truth, Wendy, is that Donald Trump is a madman. And if we don't do everything <laughs> collectively to stop him, he is literally going to change the way of life as we know it. In America. Now keep messing around and watch what happens. Well, with that to say, I want to thank you, Freddie, for that opinion because that is a heavy piece that he just spoke. Because, number one, you know, let's put God in this for a minute. Let's put the Creator in this for a minute. The Creator gave us a sense of right and wrong, good and evil. And we have to make choices that sometimes may put, uh, you know, uh, a damper on one thing or another. And we know as being a leader, of of a whole darn, uh, you know, a planet or America, as to say, that there is a heavy burden there where, you know, whatever decision you make, it ain't going to, somebody's going to be left behind. 
And truly, that's the same thing when we as a people and we the people that come together. We have to make a decision. We know that it's going to cause, uh, it's always a consequence to a good decision or a bad decision. But we do know this, if we don't make a decision on coming together for, you know, uh, for our best interests, you know what I mean, as a, as a people, we are going to reap the benefits of the decisions that we make if we don't make a decision, okay, a decision to come together. That is all I have to say about that. Either we're going to come together and we're going to survive this, this wave or there's going to be a lot of casualties that's going to happen. And perhaps when you talk about the creator being involved in it, you know what I'm saying? It is to see, is, we, uh, is, is God alive in us to make things change? Because we can make the change. One person, whether they got money or not, there's one percenters of them, but it's millions and billions of us. And we need to do something about this. One voice under God, we can make a change. That's all I got to say about this. Either we ride the wave, upgrade, or get left behind, and some casualties will come at this calamity, one way or the other. But we have to make a decision. I am going to our caller here uh, with the area code of Five zero seven, and the last four digits is six three five six. Caller, you are on the air. Um, welcome to Lardy, Miss Clardy and Company on BTR. We're talking on Trump roast, uh, Trump controversy, the things that you are hearing. What is it that you have to say about this? Hi, I am Savannah. I am Teddy Johnson's wife. Hi, Savannah. Welcome to the show. What you got to say about this, sister? Well, I'm kind of nervous because Teddy made me do this, so <laughs> I got put on the spot. <laughs> just say your. Just say. Just just say what's on your heart. Well. Um, the whole Trump thing, and as I was listening to the audio clip that you had of the, what was he, a Marine or something? Yes, he's a he's a Marine. His name is Steve Gern, and he's a U.S. Marine. Okay. I am totally for them serving our country and all of that, but um, his whole situation of what those people would do to an American is mm-hmm. like me saying the Americans are doing worse to them. Okay. Such as destroying families, um, bombing their homes, um, like taking away their fathers, etc. Like they're doing worse than what they would do to us. I myself have um, two brother-in-laws who are immigrants and yes. one of them has his papers. The other one is getting his papers. Yes. And it scares me just because my sisters, you know, they both have families and it scares me that, you know, 
that knock on the door one day, anytime, you know, it's unexpectedly and they can just take him away from my nephews and my sister. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, I think as an, people don't understand, immigrants are here for reasons. They're here to better yes. their families. They're here to just, you know, get a piece of the pie for something. Yeah. Right. And as, like I say, somebody is not willing, an American, a white person, whatever, they're not willing to work for 6.25 an hour or, you know, 7.50 an hour when an immigrant is going to come and do that. An immigrant mm-hmm. wouldn't even know how much we would get paid hourly or how much, you know, minimum wages. They're going to work because they want to, you know, better their lives. They want money yes. to, be, you know, to be able to put food on the table, to be able to have a roof over their head. And not a lot of people understand that. They think that they're taking jobs, but they're not because nobody's going to work out in the field walking miles and miles to just pick out corn or pick out the peas or, you know, do all those little things that somebody else will do. Yes. And so I just, I don't know, that's with the whole audio clip. I, I don't know, it just kind of, it made me upset and it made a point, but I just think that, if they don't want Americans, you know, the Americans don't want them, then I think that Americans need to stop going into their country and fighting for things, you know, mm-hmm. like they just need to stop Big doing all these things and they wouldn't hate us. They hate us because of the things that we do to them. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what Americans mm-hmm. do not see. Mm-hmm. Americans see or, like, oh, or is you know it what, that America for our country and or they're really go ahead i'm that? listening go ahead go ahead i'm listening so they're really just you know not Amer- not many people open their eyes my i myself charles or teddy has opened my eyes a lot and mm-hmm. now i see things more as i used to you know like was like oh my god you know i feel bad for you know the people who are serving for our country because you know they're out there dying for us but then i realized like hey they wouldn't be doing that if we wouldn't be going into their country and bombing people's homes or taking their things that, you know, they really don't have. And so I just I just think that people really need to open their eyes more and see, you know, through their, you know, um, how do you say, through their eyes for once and be like, you know what, we are the ones who torture them in ways mm-hmm. that, you know, they let us into our country, into their country, but why can't we let them into ours? Mm-hmm. Not every not every Mexican is a rapist. Not every Mexican is a drug lord. Not mm-hmm. every um, African, you know, is the same thing. Or, you know, they right. just put these people as a bad image, and they think that every other person is like that. And it's not. It's not like that. Well, and, and now that you have heard, I want to thank you, Savannah, for coming on to the show and sharing, you know, a point of view from a from a point of being an immigrant and what you see, what the immigrants see from the American people. One thing I can say for sure on this, uh, Savannah, is that um, it is not told to the to the uh, to the people that go and fight 
for our country that they're going over there and they killing people to take something from them. All they know is that they are told that they have to go to war. You know, mm-hmm. now who has who has the the upper hand over telling all of us that we got to go to war? for whatever the top heads say it is for, but underneath the Americans, we don't know this, but we do know one thing yes. for sure, that while they are over there fighting, they are over here stealing and pillaging over here too. We had the exactly. big, uh, 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 what is it, mortgage fraud issue that was going on, the biggest steal ever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a lot of things that go on when war take place and Again, as I said before, you know, we as an American people, as people, the underdogs, we don't got nothing to do with what's happening, but we, because we uh, put somebody into office and trust them with our affairs, uh, they don't tell us everything that's going on. One thing for sure we do know, even though he's being brash about what he is saying, I'm talking about Trump, you know, at least we know where he's coming from. Uh, I, 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 the only thing we can do is say that, look, it's not us. It's the head uh-huh. that's doing all of this. And Savannah, I want to thank you for bringing that out because it's true we don't know what is going on as an immigrant from over there on the on the other side what they're coming over there to do but it's not even them the uh the 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 people that go into combat for America it's the heads that's strategizing all of that we don't know all of that but it's good to know a truth from your eyes, what you see and what your families go through on that side, and I want to thank you for your uh, for your point of view and for you know being bold uh, and uh, to come up and to speak up because those are all factors that lay into why we are feeling like. We're on shaky ground, and I want to thank you, and I'm getting ready to put out a big round of applause for you. (laughs) And so with that to say, I'm going to pull uh, Warren uh, Wilson back into the view so that he can give us his words on what he just have heard, uh, whether it was the, the, the audio clip or what he has heard from both of, you know, the, uh, uh, you know, we the people as of now. So what do you think, um, and and what do you think about what you have heard so far, Warren? Well, wow, well, you certainly have had some amazing people on this show today. It's, it's a yes. very privilege to be involved with some of these people. But, yes. but yeah, I do have a few comments. And one of them was on that, that audio that you played of that, um, of that soldier. Like, I, I can certainly understand his viewpoint. But also what it is, it's about time people stood up and made decisions. Mm-hmm. And what I, when I say that is, like, we can blame the fact that you know, because they're killing other people that we're going to kill them and do all this kind of stuff. But I, I, always, I, I look back a bit simpler. It's, it's like in my relationship with my wife, right? Sometimes yeah. we have fights and sometimes it's all, I, I know that it's all her fault, right? But, yeah. but 
But eventually, it's, someone has to stand up and say, well, hang on, you know, I'll meet and my wife and my wife. Look, I really love you, and let's sit down and let's work this out, and let's understand each other's point of view, and ultimately we work it out. But it takes someone to have the courage to stand up above the relationship, whether it be country against country, person against person, the yeah. courage to stand up and say, I want to do something about this. It's not all your fault. Let's sit down and work it out. And and that and that's what needs to come about. And 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 people like Teddy and Savannah starting up that community. That see, absolutely that's started. Like that's, yes. like to me, that's that country. So what they did is they started a community of, of people who just want to get on and, and better themselves. Right. And, and they're just like a government. You know, everyone pays in $10 a week, which is like a tax, right? Like, like governments used to be. And the $10 mm. a week goes back into the community. The problem yes. we've got with government these days is our $10 a week doesn't go back into the community. It goes back into the That's right. And that's what I tried to get through before. Like, we don't get... The problem is we don't get value for our money. And, and people like Teddy and Savannah starting up a community is just mm. outstanding, mm-hmm. you know? And... and when Mahanalei said about coming together, it's and like you know, I, I personally think there will be an, there will be another world order, but it won't be like people like Trump and, and that thing. Like it won't be one country dominating another country. The, yes. the new world order will be an online community, simply because. Mm-hmm. And, and here's the difference, right? Trump can buy his way into power, but he can't buy people who like him and want to follow him. You go on the online community and through things like Facebook and Instagram and, and a whole lot of things is that you can't make people like you because then they just click off and they follow someone else. So what you're right. going to have is over the next, and mark my words, over the next 10 or 20 years, you're going to have some real leaders will stand up and it'll be people like Mahanalei and it'll be people like Savannah and it'll be people like Teddy who truly have something to say and they, they yes. really believe in best interest of people and people will just naturally follow them because they're worth following and you'll have you know they may have a million two million five hundred million followers and they will be the communities that will have all the say it won't matter where they live but they will be the communities that will have a lot of say and that will be where the new communities of the future will be it won't be the fact that Trump tries to get America to rule the world or our family. Because those days are gone. They can't do, like, you can only do that for so long. And those days are gone. And there's a whole new generation of people Mm -hmm. that are coming. And people like Teddy and Savannah and Mahanalei are typical of the new people that are coming. And they will be the new leaders of the next of the next era. And that's that's just the way I see it. And I'm I'm privileged to, to actually know some of these pieces through your show. Yes. Like, like, thank you. Really yes. Thank you. Thank you, Warren, for your wonderful, wonderful opinion and your comments on this because, you know, hearing you speak on, uh, you know, the abundance of the positive side of what we are doing about it at this point, and we have, you know, callers that are on here that is expressing, you know, that we do need to come together, and there has been a movement on it. It is a precious, a precious moment 
in time uh, that in a fresh a, a, a fresh a, bre- a breath of fresh air, excuse me, and it is, you know, and it's just amazing that um, no matter what negativity has has shown its head, there is always a glimpse of hope. And this, I believe, our creator wants us to see is that we have a glimpse of hope. All we have to do is just continue moving towards like the ants. You know, you see that the ants, we say like, for instance, all this stuff you see that's going on, you see the ants. The ants them build their mound, their home, or whatever you want to call it, and then next thing you know, somebody done stepped on them and their home and demolished it. But soon after, you go back the next day, they done all started back building the daggone home back up and marching in and out of the daggone house again as like nothing has ever happened. And that's what we as a people need to be resilient, come together as one. We are strong as in numbers. We may be a little people, you know, we may not have much, but we are strong in numbers and we need to come together to continue to build the home and to survive, you know, under any storm. And with that to say, I'm going to balance it off over here and I'm going to come back to you, Tay Real. And you, Teddy, and I'm going back up here to my Anale all day, and we have only but a few moments left. Um, and, you know, and what do you have to say, uh, my Anale? You know, with all of what you have heard, what would you have to say to the people and what they need to do to not be left behind? Okay. Um, I really just want to address the immigration situation here, if that's yes. okay, really quickly. Yes, really um, quickly. I personally feel as though that anyone that is undocumented, I don't have no sympathy for you because reason being is that I can't go to any other country and live there and um, expect myself to have all the same rights as their citizens. It's not fair and it's not right. Now, for all those that are documented or that are here on visas that are trying to, you know, become a citizen, I feel as though those people that are here living here, working without social, without any information, getting the getting the benefits that people here who are homeless, who are actual citizens should be having, I feel as though that it is wrong and it is disrespectful to all of those immigrants who came into this country, who studied, who learned our language, who learned, I mean, they know more about our country and our, you know, our history than we do as citizens. And they did that and they came here and they legally made sure that they had rights. And I feel as though that it is it is wrong for those immigrants who are not documented, who sneak into this country, to feel as though that they have rights. Yes, you have basic human rights, but you are not a citizen of United States of America. So you can take your attitude and your perspective, and you can go back to your country, and you can run that over there. But coming here and feeling as though that you have equal rights – You have basic human rights, but to sit here and tell us that you should get a job, you should be able to have a place to stay, and you have not at least tried to get your citizenship, have not at least tried to become a citizen here of the United States, there is something wrong with you, and I feel as though you need to leave. And that, I feel as though, is what Trump is really supposed to be doing, is focusing on those undocumented, those illegal 
immigrants who are here. Goodbye. You are not welcome unless you're going to do the work because, first of all, I had an issue with my license for a long time, and I'm talking about my driver's license. Anytime I got pulled over, they ticket me, and they told me that I was not allowed to be driving without a license. If I wanted to own my own business, there is no way that Uncle Sam is going to allow me to own my own business without giving them a piece of my cut, meaning that I needed to get a license. So at the end of the day, those immigrants that is in this country, you need to get a license to be a citizen to even Speak on what you need or what you deserve to have because we can't go to your country and expect that same that same uh, treatment as you're thinking you're going to receive. And that's just my point on the immigrants, the illegal, undocumented immigrants who are not doing their job on becoming a citizen. Okay. And anything else that you want to say on the subject that you may want others to know, you know, that's listening um, or what we can do to all those that are here that have their uh, citizenship along with us as Americans and us as the grassroots community, what can we do to, uh, to come together to weather the storm? At the end of the day, Mom, or Lordy, Miss Clardy, sorry. <laughs> um, it is it is completely up to you what how you want to live your life. If you want to live your life under oppression and being afraid of what this government is going to do, then you keep listening to these blogs, you keep listening to the news, and you keep your ear out there trying to figure out what you need to do. But if you really want to be a strong citizen in this world, America was built off the backs of immigrants. And I'm not saying that the immigrants that are legally here shouldn't be here. I believe you should be here. You fought for your rights here, that we all need to band together, black, white, colored, orange, um, big, small, you know, indifferent, we all need to come together and realize that we need to fight for one common common goal, and that is the goal for our true freedom, for us to be the voice of the United States, not some dictator, and that's how I feel. I thank you very much for for your uh, comment and your opinion on this, and again, I'm going to give a, a clap for my honorable <laughs> And and that she busts me out on on radio, and it's okay because I have raised her and all my children to have a voice, and that's what this is all about: standing up, speaking up, and speaking out about what matters to you most, and balancing it back off. Thank you, Maanale, all day for your comments. We're going to Tay Real, Tay Real. What do you have to say about this, and what do you have to say to the American people and all of what you have heard to make a balance at what's going on in this uh, discussion that we are having? Well, um, you know, uh, I have to actually respond to Adopt Your Daughter, right? You know, shout out to her, you know, and everything for calling in. And um, any any family member of yours, you're a friend of mine, so that's like an automatic, you know, friend by association. With that said, <laughs> and I, I don't know how old the young lady is, but um, there was a you know a big focus on, you know, the whole immigration thing. And while I can understand that, you know, people feel like frustration with people sneaking into the country illegally and stuff, I feel like that is such like a minor concern compared to all the issues and problems that we have in this country. Like, I don't see how, like, illegal immigrants can be of a major concern to us when there are people 
starving, there's people that's homeless, there's people that's struggling on drugs that need help. You know, um, so many issues going on. There's people that's struggling with tremendous debt. You know, like I, 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 we call ourselves the greatest country in the world, and we are a great nation. But I mean, the 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 types of loops and trials and tribulations people had to go through just to be able to go, attend college. You know, like it's so expensive. People paying these loans back for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All, all, like all these issues that we have, like I don't think immigration is like that big of a deal. And Trump made his base his campaign or a large part on that building the wall. And all right, so how are you gonna pay for the wall? Mexico said they're not gonna pay for the wall. You can't make them pay. You know what I mean? So the taxpayers are gonna pay that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's so many, there's so many more issues, and um. You know, I think we got to focus on what really counts, like, you know, what what really is affecting us most. I don't think people that's trying to get to a better place, like, you know, like whatever that situation was, like, you don't know. Like, if you was in that situation, you know, I, I don't know what it's like going through that process. I talk to people who are, 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 like, you know, from other countries and stuff, and some people are telling me it's very, it's not an easy thing to achieve it, and so people are, going through the issues that they're going through in their countries and they're desperate and they're struggling and sometimes they come out of desperation. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I mean, serious mm-hmm. desperation, like serious. And I mean, when you're back against the wall, what you going to do? And America was the best place that you had for an opportunity for you and your family in the process. Let's say the process, I don't know how long the process takes. Let's say it takes three, four years. I mean, but meanwhile, your kid's starving and, you're struggling. What you going to do? You're going to do the same thing. How is that like a big issue? How is that a major concern compared to the issues that we have? Health care. Like how is it that every American is automated? It's like this really big, difficult thing to to see how we're going to handle health care. Like I don't see how, oh, but you want to, but you want to, uh, you know, invest more money into our military. And they say, oh, we already like the, by far the most funded military in the world and we, it's not enough. We still need more, you know? And it's like, well, what about the issues that we already have here? You know what yes. I mean? Like, what about, you see what I'm saying? Like, yes. it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I understand. I don't think the immigration thing is a, it's, 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 it's something to think about, but compared to the other issues that we have, kids need to be able to go to college. You shouldn't have to worry about, oh, man, I'm going to pay this loan for the rest of my life. How am I going to be able to go? We should be able to go wherever we want. I mean, if the grades are right and you academically meet those requirements, that's what should matter. People should be able to have health care. You know what I mean? Point blank. Like, it shouldn't even be that big a thing. Like, every American should be entitled. It should be a right as an American citizen to have health care. But I agree with Bernie Sanders, you know, basically. I wish he would have been able. I wasn't a Hillary fan, but... I, I would have loved to have seen Bernie Sanders um, be president because I feel like we would be in a way better position because he talked about the things that really count to me. And talk, Trump talks about a bunch of BS, stuff that don't matter. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just my Okay. Well, I thank you very much, Tayreel, for, you know, telling your part and giving your opinion on, you know, the challenges that we face while President Trump is in office 
Trump out, trumping everybody out and carrying on. So, um, you know, only thing I can say is, is that your opinion does count and you have, that is what matters to you. And there are others that stand by you that agree with what you are saying. And I just want to thank you for your uh, participation, you know, giving your uh, point of view. And I am going to give you also a grandstand. And we going on to the next caller, which we're going to call Teddy back in here, Teddy Johnson. After hearing all of what you have heard thus far, giving what you might want to say on this, you have something to say. And what would you like to say to the listeners here on Lardy, Miss Clardy and Company on Blog Talk Radio off of everything you have heard thus far this evening? Seven one three four one four nine eight. Are you on the air? Okay. Well, I guess there's nothing to say on that end. So let's see here. Well, with everything to say, I have got something to say about this, and uh, and uh, I believe that um, you know knowing. What we have faced uh, here in America and how we felt about everything. Okay, I don't know if I... Hello, hello, someone's on the line? Who's on the line? Okay. Let me see. Can you hear me? Uh, Yeah, I can hear you clearly. Okay, okay, hold on, give me one second. It's Savannah, but I'm going to pass you, Teddy. I don't know what's going on with this phone. Okay, <laughs> okay. okay, just a moment. Okay, yeah. well, as you are hearing, Teddy, okay, hold on for a second here. Maybe I'm doing this wrong. Hello? Uh, okay. Teddy? Hello? Yes. Are you there? Okay. Yep. After hearing uh, can you hear every... Me? Yeah, I can hear you clearly. Well, okay. let me balance back the time for a minute and let you speak. I was trying to have you to speak. Um, what would be your last words, you know, to the listeners, to the hearers, and after everything that you have heard, what is your opinions on it? Uh, well, I got two things. I want to go back to the guy who was speaking about in the Marines. Uh, I've actually had family who served and seen that side of the war. Uh, what see what what people don't fail to realize is you know we go in with one perspective is that these people are terrorists and they're coming to destroy they're trying to infringe on the rights of Americans blah 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 when it's the total opposite it's it's moreover we're just going over there for resources and to expand um, so like any other country who has low resources they're going to do everything in their power to protect to protect what what they have. We can't just go into someone's country. We can't, as Americans, go into someone's country and infringe our democracy on them and tell them how to run Mm -hmm. things. That's like me coming to your home and telling you where to take a piss at. You won't let me do that because this is your home. So leaving that, they create terrorism to, they, like, like you said earlier, they, they create these distractions 
to rape the American people out of money. That's all mm-hmm. this is is the money game. They make money off of war and they make money off the they make money off the poverty and the uh, of the American people. Now going to uh to what to the thing about the immigrants, that kinda kinda well, here's the deal. This whole country was founded on immigration. So when people say they have no sympathy or they, they don't understand why immigrants are coming here undocumented, that that's just preposterous because we have to remember this whole country was founded on immigration. We, the white people stole this land from the Native Americans. Now, moving forward, we have to also remember all of the South, and we're talking about Mexicans, all of the South of, in the U.S. was Mexico, meaning mm-hmm. Oklahoma, Texas, mm-hmm. all of that, Arizona, all of it, until mm-hmm. they went to war and pushed them back. So mm-hmm. when, we're talking about, when we're talking about, oh, well, they're coming over here, it's really we came over here and we did that. We also have to remember that, you know, you just can't tell these people not to have a voice because some of them, they're not the ones that are trying to have the voice. It's their families that are having a voice for them because they know what it's like to live in that, in a hostile environment. Now, that being said, that's like how white people used to tell us, why y'all having a voice? Y'all not even three-fifths of a person. Y'all not even a whole person. Y'all three-fifths of a man or a woman. You are nothing. That That's like, see, we had to fight. When we talk about freedoms, we have to remember that black people have to fight for every freedom in this country when this country was already established in 1776, when we had a democracy, I mean, when we had a government, when this was established, the United States of America. And we have to fight for every freedom. And we were already American citizens, so to speak. We were already citizens. We were already living here. We were already contributing. So to say that, you know, these people can't have a, a voice because they're undocumented, is that makes no sense. So moving on from that, uh, I don't want to keep us too long. A lot of people don't understand these people live in these harsh conditions, conditions to where their their families are being threatened by the cartels or their families are being uh, infringed on about, about anything that's going on in their country. So if I was in that position and I have a family and if I was in that position, I'm not going to wait two, three years, which is the requirement. I'm not going to to get your green card or your documents. I'm not going to wait two to three years if I heard about opportunity while I'm watching my family die, we're in danger. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to I'm going to risk it all for my family. People think that when the immigrants come over here that they get all these health care benefits, social benefits, all this. That is that is incorrect. That is false information. Because you can ask any social worker. You cannot get any assistance without having the proper documents. Meaning a social security, birth certificate, etc. Yeah. So with that yeah, well also Yeah, so also you know, these people come over here and they, they work the jobs that no American would rather work in the fields or in even gritty jobs, you know, and they get paid minimum wage. Yeah. The, the minimum, minimum. At least like and sometimes they even get paid five fifty an hour. But they're doing that because they're ensuring their families. Now now I won't sit here and say that, you know, you don't have some who come over and they're just like, Well, or how they how they portray them as raping and killing and all that. But hell, you have people who do that here in America. 
you, I can show, you know, we can play, we can see stats about what race does what and what, uh, what American versus an illegal person does what in this country. And Americans will outweigh that each time. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, Donald Trump and his administration and the people that fuel him have the, created a division and created a, a fear that mm-hmm. that that is that's the only thing that's harming America. So that's where we shift our focus. We shift our focus that way mm-hmm. to feel like, well, I'm not going to have sympathy for you, or I'm, you know, what I'm saying because you you're doing all this, that, and third. So they create that 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 fear, and while they're under the table, they're taking from you. That's like what um, I'm gonna quote Linda B. Johnson, and I'm gonna leave it at that. Uh, Linda B. Johnson said, he said. Um, he said, convince the lowest white man that he is greater than the uh than the than the most successful black man and he will empty his and he won't notice you picking his pocket. Hell, to um make him make make the lowest white man believe give the lowest white man something to look down upon and he and he will empty his pockets for you. And that's exactly what's happening. We see um with um with with our veterans and with uh, the homeless people, you know, that's an American problem. That's America's problem. That's not an illegal problem. You know, that. what I mean by that is we spend billions of dollars on war, but we have housing bills that are $84.6 billion worth. We have vacant homes. We have all these programs here in, in, in America that we don't utilize for our, um, for our homeless. So that okay. problem can be solved right away. That's that problem can be solved right away. We have all these veteran acts, and you know, and on the cool, our vets shouldn't even have to shouldn't have to fight for that. That should already be given. So that is something that should be taken up to America, not not for some refugee or for some immigrant. You know, instead okay. of blaming the immigrant for taking, yeah, it's, instead of blaming the immigrant for taking the job, blame the employer because the employer is the one hiring that person. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much for your comments uh, on today's show, Teddy. It's been a pleasure to have you on radio and to hearing your point of views, just like all the rest of you. I am very, very happy that you, you all came and gave your freedom of speech on what today's topic was about. And I'm going to balance Two more minutes to Fred and see what he has to say about it. And thank you again, um, Teddy, for your comments. They are well heard and noted. Thank you very much. Um, Freddie, you're back on air. Two minutes, because that's all I got left so that I can say what I got to say. What's your what's your take, and what do you have to say to the hearers that may listen to this show that they can take with them after listening to you? Wow. Okay. Um, can you all hear me? We all hear you well. Well, um, once again, uh, this has been a a more than phenomenal. Uh, blog talk radio call exchange. Um, I really want to thank each and every one who has showed up and uh, who has spoken and who has expressed 
um, how they feel. I certainly uh, want to thank Wendy uh, for inviting me and having this connection. And it is my uh, express intent and desire uh, to take what has happened this week and really, really uh, lay the groundwork for what's going to happen next week. Because next week, uh, I'm going to just speak, um, you know, in advance that uh, I want enough attention on this show so that the local news media will start to pick it up. I, I want to see uh, uh, national and then international um, mainstream media exposure on this program. And that is my goal, that is my intent, that is my desire, that is what I'm going to set my heart uh, and mind and spirit to, and I hope and believe and pray that each and every one of you uh, will begin to connect with uh, me, Wendy, Terry, everyone you heard, and we start speaking to one another directly about how we can make this vision possible, because this is a vision for a time such as now, and we must act upon it accordingly. And I just want to thank everyone for being here tonight, and uh, God bless you, and I love you all very dearly, and, uh, and good night. Thank you, Freddie, for your input. And again, you know, thank you for all of you that have had your input today. Um, Lardy, Miss Clardy and Company on Blog Talk Radio would not be uh, would not be viable without you all. And I just want to let you know that I am deeply, uh, you know, appreciative for every last one of you and all the previous callers and anyone that has stepped, you know, themselves onto this platform and have lended their voice to help someone overcome, you know, the issues of what we face here today. And uh, the last words that I will have to say to that, and thank you again, uh, Freddie, for your um, comments on this. Uh, your voice does matter, and we will all pull together to see what we can do to make a dream come true. Um, I, while listening to every last one of you on this show, um, I looked up the word freedom, and this is what I got. The, pow the freedom word is the power or right to act, speak, or think as one wants without hindrance or restraints. Absence of subjection to foreign denom uh, domination or despotic government. The state of not being imprisoned or enslaved. What is true freedom? That's what we want to know. What is true freedom? And from what I had pulled up, freedom means many things to many people. We can view freedom politically as having the opportunity to vote for particular ideals, people, or parties, which uh, best represent our views. Closely tied to this, the notion of freedom to, of speech, where one has the liberty to voice their personal opinions or perspectives. Others understand freedom in a financial context, where 
People seek to free themselves of financial debt, outstanding credit, or burdensome loans. What does true freedom look like? Does it look like a voter, voter's ballot, or someone walking out of a prison? Um, is it is it seen in being able to buy anything I want or in the fact that I don't owe anything to anyone? Um, of course, it's crucial to define what we mean by freedom so we know what we are looking for what we are hoping to attain. And with that to say, you know, uh, you know, we, we're having a problem with Trump, and it's not really a problem. It's just understanding that every one of us, you know, are in it to win it in some way or another. But I do know this much. We have a freedom to come together and make change. We can make change. And when that to say, we don't have to take what we are listening to. We can change it and do something better. And with that, my Annalee all day, Freddie, Warren Wilson, and all that have spoken and all that have listened, be kind to one another, come together and unify and survive like the ants. Because at the end of the day, all we have is each other, regardless of who we have put into power. We have power to change. You all have a good night, and we will be back with more on Lardy, Miss Clardy, and company on BTR.